Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your Chief Security Fanatic here, and today we actually have to talk about the Twitter files. They need discussion. You might have heard of this, but this is just what's going on. But I'm going to be very, very clear here. I am not, I repeat, not talking about the contents of the Twitter files. You can read them and make any conclusion you wish. Was there content moderation? Was there not? Did they shadow it? I don't care. That is not what I am talking about. This is not political what I am talking about here is governmental reaction to the Twitter files, which opens up a real interesting can of worms that may basically have unforeseen circumstances for Twitter on what happened here. Now, what sparked this for me was an article in TechCrunch by Natasha Lomas. So I'm cribbing from her and paraphrasing from her quite a bit. It's a great article. You should go read it. Now, here's what's going on. Obviously, these uh, Twitter files were basically heavily amplified data dumps, and I think, as as she points out, these are going to create some issues for Twitter. I think she's absolutely right here. Now, Musk's tactic tactic of opening up its system to external reporters, meaning non-employees, could actually come back at them in the form of regulatory sanctions. Ireland's Data Protection Commission, or DPC, which at least for now is Twitter's lead data protection regulator in the EU, is actually looking for more details from Twitter about the access that these outsiders had to their internal workings and data. And a spokesperson talking to uh, TechCrunch said, and I quote, the DPC has been in contact with Twitter this morning. We are engaging with Twitter on the matter to establish further details, end quote. That was a couple of days ago, by the way. Now, Bloomberg also reported concerns in the European Union about outsiders accessing Twitter user data, citing tweets from Facebook's former CISO, that's Chief Information Security Officer, Alex Stamos, who posited publicly that a Twitter thread posted on December 8th by one of the reporters given access by Musk, and I quote, should be and should be enough for FTC, meaning the Federal Trade uh, Trade Commission, to open an investigation to the consent decree. Twitter's FTC consent decree, for the record, dates back to 2011 and relates to the allegations that the company misrepresented the quote security and privacy end quote of user data over several years. We all know Twitter and Facebook, etc., data mine the bejesus out of us, and here we are. Twitter was already fined 150 million dollars back in May for breaching that order. But future penalties could be a lot more uh, and and more severe if the FTC deems this to essentially be a flagrant violation or breach of the terms of that agreement. And the signs, interestingly enough, are foreboding, according to Lomas, because given the FTC's already warning that put Twitter on notice last month, they basically said that, quote, no CEO or company is above the law. Clear shot against Musk, who owns Twitter now for $44 billion. Another consideration here is the EU's General Data Protection Regulation, or GDPR, which contains a legal requirement that personal data is adequately protected. Handing over user data and or systems access that could expose user data over to non-staff to basically go through all of this uh, might raise questions over whether Twitter is in full compliance with GDPR security principle. Meaning, if they gave these reporters access, and let's say I'm an EU citizen, and they said, oh, well, let's go through Nick's account or whatever if they have that kind of access. Obviously, they're violating my rights as an EU citizen under the GDPR law. Now, there's a further question to consider here as well. What legal basis 
Twitter is relying on to basically hand over non-public user data to, out, uh, to outsiders, if that's actually what's happening here. As of right now, it is not clear which data or or how many systems uh, basically were accessed that or that Twitter provided to these outside reporters. So it's not clear whether any non-public user data was handed over or not. Even if it wasn't handed over, if it was seen and therefore possibly recorded externally, that would be an issue too. That's not mentioned here in this article, but I think that's an important one as well. Meaning if, let's say, a reporter was able to gain access to my account, see my internal workings or communications with Twitter or whatever it was, and take a screenshot or record that or anything, as opposed to them just, you know, emailing them, uh, you know, a file of all of my stuff, that counts too under that because my rights are being violated uh, under GDPR. So one of the reporters that was given access by Twitter is journalist Barry Weiss. She claimed in a, t- a tweet thread, which references four other writers associated with the publication, that she... Uh, that basically she founded that will be reporting on this data that, and I quote uh, Barry Weiss, the authors have broad and expanding access to Twitter's files. The only condition we agreed to was the material would first be published on Twitter, end quote. Meaning they got really deep access, according to Barry Weiss, and the only stipulation they had was you had to publish anything on Twitter first, and then you could expand on your own publications, platforms, or whatever later. Another one of the writers that was public, Abigail Schreier, further claimed, and I quote, Our team was given extensive, unfiltered access to Twitter's internal communication systems, end quote. Still... Both of those tweets, though, and I should say this and specify this, as Lomas does, is that specific details on this kind of data uh, is right now lacking, meaning we don't know what that specific deep access, broad access, whatever they called it, actually is right now. But that requires investigation by governmental authorities, whether it's the DPC uh, representing that EU for GDPR, whether it's the FTC here in America, or, you know, God knows whatever uh, other countries have privacy laws like that. Maybe the Aussies get involved and now Australian data regulators are crawling through this too. We don't know. On top of this, Twitter also via an employee, has denied that it is providing the reporters with live access to non-public data in response to the alarm, obviously, over what what level of access they are granted. The company's new trust and safety lead, Ella Irwin, tweeted uh, basically in the last few hours, uh, like a day or so ago, to claim that the screenshots of internal system, uh, the internal system view of accounts was, that was being shared online, seemingly showing details of the internal access provided by these outsiders, did not depict live access to the system. Nevertheless, this is a huge thing. And so by essentially giving all of us this information, and again, you can look at this and say, aha, this is a scandal, or this is a nothing burger, or something in between. I don't care. But the point is, is that Twitter, aka Elon Musk, just opened up a huge can of worms, because apparently this is the kind of shotgun approach that we have seen, meaning, okay, whatever the regulators say, we really don't care, we're going to do this anyway, and here we are. I personally don't think, and this is my opinion, that, that there was any forethought of this. I think Elon Musk thought that this would be a good, advantageous thing, basically, to get Twitter in the news for marketing, all those kinds of things. He's doing everything he can, obviously, to keep Twitter alive and move it forward. And the new blue checkmark system came out today. I'm not even going to touch that one. You know, so so there are a lot of different balls in the air. But, you know, if you call him a master marketer, and many people do, and he does market himself well, I don't think there was forethought into the regulatory compliance standards that the United States and the EU have against Twitter, not to mention everybody else. So we'll see where this goes, but that is your interesting Twitter news of the day. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please 
attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.